Hey guys, it's me, your boy, Seth, your host and DM for the D20 Syndicate podcast. In next week's episode, we'll be taking a brief sojourn away from the events the Wolves of Moonreach are currently embroiled in within Veldalin to show you a small window into elsewhere in the world. It'll be a part of our two-part Halloween spooptacular, so stick around and enjoy the ride as we peer into the nation of Starstrom as a group of rough and grim-featured adventurers pursue some nefarious purpose that will have far-reaching effects in the rest of the world. So sit back, uncork a bottle of your finest humble brew, and listen in next week for this special two-part event. Until then, have a happy Halloween and keep tuning in to the D20 Syndicate podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Previously on the Lineage of Moonreach. So we were in the bag, and then we saw Gorbel's mom. It was crazy. She took us on a memory journey. We saw, like, everyone else's dads and moms. But, I mean, dads, because Gorbel's dad was there. That was wild. And then we went to that, f this flowery place, which apparently that's where they went to before with the people in the vines and stuff. And, um, yeah, Gorbel's dad turned into a baby. That's throwing me off still. Anyway, so we came out of the bag and we're with Tomar. Tomar told us what happened with him, which was wild. And then we went to the Soul Forge and Tomar found out more about Gorbel's sword. And then, uh, Gorbel tried to bond with her sword, and, uh, I, I don't think it went very well. And, yeah, I painted that gold sword that Gorbel's dad had. And I don't know what's going on with Willem. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Hey, 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 baby, hey. Girl a weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM Seth, and around the table of the internet, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Willem. I'm your host and DM Tomas. <laughs> Who do you play? Do you play? <laughs> the DM. I play Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not hear my perfect recreation of Deal Dane in the last episode? Has that been you the whole time? <laughs> yeah. My friends! <laughs> oh my god. Let's go bowling! <laughs> I thought that was Seth. Just like That him. fell apart real quick. <laughs> um, I got my D20 back. <laughs> I'm Lindsay, and I play Pinwin. And I'm Michaela. And I play Gorble. That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure. This is episode 111. When I edit mm, this episode, yes. when I edit, whoa, we're three ones. When what? I edit this episode, I'm going to take a clip of Seth actually saying the Dildane line, and I'm putting it. In. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll be like, "My whoa, friends, he's so yeah, good." Here, here, here you go, <laughs> my friends. Uh, thanks, buddy. Now say the go. "Let's go bowling" part. Let's go bowling! Wow, we're one that one. Didn't one. sound like him. No, that sounded way too. I like yeah. Tomas's Dildane better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's switch back to Tomas like DM. Would you like to go bowling? <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but I like his better. Ah, suck it. I know a deal dame better than you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this is all <laughs> thrills now, and I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good night. <laughs> DM Tomas, what happens next? Oh, uh, we all win. <laughs> oh, cool. We just won. Everyone survived. 
Billy. Cool. Cool. <laughs> it was That's, super epic. That feels good. Lots of shit was on fire, except us. That that feels earned. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Now it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. Yes. Cha-cha! There's a karate bird out there. Cha-chop! 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 All right. What I'm going to do is eat shit. Sorry. I said sorry. It's karma chameleon. up real hard. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys... <laughs> it was like your uncle Fari. <laughs> Please don't sully his I'm, reputation. I'm, Sorry, I'm Fari with a you. Fari, I won't do it again. Oh, I love it. Uh, I'm so Fari. So Fari out of line. <laughs> Please, Fari, give me. That's why it's Fari. I'm trying, but Please. everybody's. That's my favorite my 80s actor, Forey Keldman. <laughs> I just love hanging right. out with you guys. I get a real euphoric experience out of it. That's enough. Sorry. <laughs> Forey, the last time, shut the Forey up. <laughs> Too much. All right. So what I'm going to do for this around the campfire is I'm going to give each of you a word and you're going to tell me whether it's a person, place, thing, spell, anything like that. Then do we have to tell you what it is? Yep. I love it. It sounds fun. So okay. you're going to be required to think on your toes. Ah. Also, so All right. I just so thought of first, a way. I'm sorry. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. I just shut, thought of a shut, way you can end our campaign. We oh, go no, to do the campfire question and it just Oh, no. I don't us. need that. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we, like, I don't know, went, we made too big of a fire. I reject your hypothesis. <laughs> what? Anyway, here you, here you go. So first and foremost, we're going with um, Tomar. Your word is night oak. Tell me what night oak is. Oh, that's when you're <laughs> that's when you're mid slumber and you have a really sexy dream, and your 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 boner raises you up from the bed because you're sleeping on your tum. Night oak. Some people think Noun. it's a levitation spell. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Noun. Well, in a way, could it you, is. Could you please? Could you use it in a sentence, please? Uh, <laughs> I was sleeping in bed and my night oak snapped off, and I had to go to the hospital. <laughs> the yeah, night oak. <laughs> night oak. Noun. N i g a. Sorry, sorry. I forgot this. If this is a spelling bee. A b c d. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, shit. little star. Um, um, no, really, it is a, a spell, a defensive spell that wizards cast. Wait, I'm sorry. I was laughing and we're on the same track. Okay, go. It's okay if you're laughing. No, redo it's it. It's okay if we have fun on this show. That poor no, kid that all listens the fun. to us will even... never be able to listen to us legally. Screw that little kid. It's marked ex explicit. That's the parents' Little problem. Little kids know what night oak is. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I think I was in I was in second grade when you got Boys your first night oak. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget my first night oak. Now I'm confused about what night oaks are. <laughs> Snap anyway. that shit right off. It's a right, what is night oak? It's a defensive spell. It's used both for obscuring and for defense. Like a wizard can. Pull a a dark tree out of the ground, either to defend against an incoming attack, or they can 
build little trees around within a forest to help obscure themselves. Night Oak. <laughs> N-I-G-H. <laughs> um, okay, sweet. I like that a lot. Um, all right, Willem. Yours is Dust Pike. Dust Pike is a saloon that is in Mirenlug. Uh, it is at the top of the highest mountain in Mirenlug and overlooks the sea. It's particularly known because it's it's kind of a an oxymoron because it's a famous saloon that attracts patrons, but it's also famous because of how little traffic it actually gets because of how difficult it is to get to it. Is it dusty? It's also when you put your boner into a sand <laughs> and then you have a You guys ever bike. use the corner attachment? <laughs> Um, very nice. I like, uh, I like both of those so far. All right. Pinwin, tell me what Silver Song is. I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me about him. Silver Song? Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. That... I can't tell if that's a positive groan or <laughs> negative. Not a positive. Oh, mm. okay. <laughs> that silver song. Ooh, he is so. Still can't tell. <laughs> okay, so there would be so many times where I'd have a great show at a at like a venue we'd go to or something, or I'm like me and my family or something. Or, I don't know, and. <laughs> Silver Song would always come up and then he'd just he'd, he'd take the limelight and then people would forget I was there and oh Silver Song. What did he play? <laughs> <laughs> Spoons. The trombone. <laughs> His band the Silver Song pickups were really popular. They weren't even good. <laughs> They just did shitty covers and left out the complicated parts. Silver was that his song. stage name or was that was that his last name? Keith or? Silver Song. I never cared to find out. <laughs> nice Fair. cover. Oh. Fair. Fair. How dare All you right. bring up Silver Song? I forgot about him. How'd you know? <sighs> uh. All right, Gorble. Tell me what Star Blood is. Oh, <laughs> star blood is a shot. <laughs> is that what right. you gave me that one time? No, because I will never, ever drink it again. And I would never put you through that. Yikes. The last time wow. and the only time I had star blood. That's what you said, right? Yes. I'm sorry. Was, oh, uh, gosh, eight, nine, ten years ago. I don't know. I feel like I was in a complete daze after that for a while. It was awful. It it's red in color and I don't know how it gets that way. It's thick. It's kind of viscous. It just kind of like it's slimy. It's gross. People seem to love it. But I was I woke up in the woods a few days later and I vowed never to do it again. I was sober for a week after that. It was Robitussin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my cold cleared up, though. Horrible <laughs> <laughs> out in the woods, robo-tripping. Yeah. <laughs> all right, very nice. Thanks, guys. Um, all right, shall we get started? Yeah, we <laughs> should add those spells to D&D &D Beyond. The it's one spell? No, Billy... Oh, wait, never mind. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> what, where it. were you? Damn it. <laughs> Bad listener. Get your head out of the trombone. <laughs> yeah, trombone. There's too much bones happening. <laughs> Honestly, Michaela, hats off to you for not even venturing into the low-hanging fruit that was star blood. <laughs> yeah, that could have been a lot of things. I don't what? know what it, what would it, yeah, what are you talking about? What else about? would it have been? What's the bad thing? Never mind. What's the fruit? Star? <laughs> and then you got blood in there. Anyway, let's get started. <clears throat> so. Are we talking about periods? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you know. George R. R. Martin calls him moon Pelopets. blood. <laughs> exactly. Because <clears throat> you get it once a moon. We we can't think of anything to do with blood. Yeah, blood. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, shut up. It's time to start. Shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Welcome to Moonreach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all right. So when we last left off, Willem, you were on the prow of the ship, staring out as four Vildalinian ships appeared through portals somehow, some way. Though now that you're looking at them more closely you've had a moment to kind of look over them you notice that they are not of the same make and variety they seem as if they've been they've come from different areas in Veildalin you do recognize one of them as like being one of the big galleys from Deepminster uh, while several of them are, are smaller varieties two of them are uh, smaller like uh, fishing sh- vessels uh, not not so small as boats, but not as big as like a big, you know, a big warship. Uh, and so they, they, yeah, they're kind of uh, disparate. <laughs> disparate. They're on the water, or are these Th- airships? They are on the water. <laughs> What's with your, your hand? But they appeared through a portal right into the lock. And so, <clears throat> and then you heard the war horn sound out, and things are looking a little dicey, though these ships don't appear to be. Drawn up. Mm. What? The sails are not flying. Okay. Yeah, they're not, they're not, they don't look like they're ready for battle, but okay. it's clear that Brahm saw something that at the very least looked suspicious. Shook him a little bit. Um, are, what's their, <laughs> what is their nautical speed? Zero. Okay. So they're not, they're not approaching threateningly other than. S- suddenly appearing through portals. Correct. <laughs> the portal. Does it give off a happy rainbow light or is it a dark <laughs> It shrieks with murderous intent as it opens. Right, there. right. Are there uh, fucking spooky ghosts <laughs> flying out of the portal? And then you, the you didn't get that good of a look at them because they immediately dispersed. Ah, okay. With a snap. And they weren't like Doctor Strange portals. Sounds like ghosts. No, they were just like with their sparklers. portals of, yeah. Um, and then the okay. soldier that okay. was standing next to you kind of looks out and looks at you. All those friends of yours? I was going to ask you the same thing, Frenchie. Frenchie. <laughs> <laughs> what is this Frenchie? Rothy. <laughs> um, Roth uh, 401k. Is this some sort of planned attack? Those are Vildalinian ships, are they not? They appear so, but they look like a hodgepodge, and they're appearing behind your caravan. It's just the one ship. Mm-hmm, they just have the one. Uh, it's definitely not us. From what I can tell, I don't even know who or what they're affiliated with. Uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion roll. <laughs> 19. He like kind of scowls at you a little bit, then looks back out. 
Well, if this is true, then we should go uh, speak with the queen immediately. And he starts, like, marching faster towards this main cabin. I agree. Gentlemen, whiskers, mirror look. They follow you. Do you head towards cabin? As I do, I am definitely, like, shooting looks at the ships to see if I can see anybody on the uh, decks and identify the ships or anybody on them. Give me a perception check. Why do I do this to myself? I don't know why. I think it's going to be any better. Reliable um, talent? <laughs> yeah, I mean, reliable talent is there, but it just feels like cheating at this point. Uh, 19 again. So they're quite a ways off still. The lock is, as you can remember, extremely big. Like, for all intents and purposes, if you were to stand at the harbor of, uh, of Wolves Rest, you probably can't see to the other side of the lock. It's huge. And these guys are quite a ways off. You can see the detail of the ship to the mo- for the most part, but you don't see anybody clearly on the actual, like, ab- above board on the ship. You can see that there are paintings. some forms. It's hard to tell how many or what they look like. Although, as you squint, you can see that none of them are flying Veldalinian banners. Hmm. They just look Veildalinian made. Yeah, you recognize Veildalinian ships when you see them. (laughs) So they could definitely have been stolen. It's, you know, your guess is as good as mine. Mm, That's fair. That's DM for Wouldn't his guess be worse than yours (laughs) by default? You don't know. Well, as DM today. You don't know what I know. (laughs) I think you're getting a little bit too literal. (laughs) Onward. No, I'm not. Onward. (laughs) So you watch as the, the... kind of the captain or whatever he was. You don't recognize Rothian ranks that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously an officer of some kind pushes the he's door. got He's got four burnt baguettes on his, <laughs> on his chest. <laughs> and a single croissant on his helmet. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the pauldrons are... You see him push the door open and you hear him and uh, you can hear some other soldiers rushing out, and you see them all of a sudden rushing out, hut, 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 coming over to the uh, the starboard side to look out, and one of them pops out this little periscope, or sorry, a little uh, is that a periscope? telescope. What is the like small handheld one called? A, a viewfinder. <laughs> yeah, a looking glass. Pops it out, little brass one, and then looks through it, and then they begin talking amongst themselves. You enter the cabin. It is huge. This is the largest cabin on a ship you've probably seen, and you've probably seen quite a few in your time, uh, you know, stealing from people. Uh, this is this is huge. It is just dripping with like lush carpet drapes, just kind of like hung here and there. You can see the Falcon of Rothia pretty much everywhere uh, with the red, you know, the red field on it. And at the far end of the room. You see, it's not a throne necessarily, but it's a very nice chair, uh, like very well made. It's it's large and it's made of like a like a nice dark wood, maybe a mahogany or like a beech wood. You you see that it's kind of like well shaped. It's kind of like it's like a smaller representation of a throne, while not being as heavy or as opulent as a throne. So you see, though, sitting in the chair is a woman, very nicely dressed. 
Very, she's dripping with wealth, just like the rest of her chamber. There's a lot of dripping uh, happening yeah, in here. We gotta stop dripping. It's on a <laughs> boat, man. Come on. Please respect the drip. <laughs> yeah, respect the drip, tomorrow. The queen drips into the room. <laughs> drip, drip, drip. So yeah, she's just, she's obviously extremely wealthy. Uh, she's wearing like a, like a floor length gown that is like a baby blue color with white fringe to it. She's wearing lots of like silver jewelry. Several necklaces kind of adorn her chest. She's got like some silver bangles, silver rings. You can tell she likes the color silver. Um, and her hair is like a very pale blonde color. And she's very, uh, she, but her skin tone is like a little bit more like kind of olive complected. And she's got bright green eyes. And you she look at her. Hot. Yeah, you look at her, Willem, and. <laughs> She looks like she might be... I hear Lindsay laughing. <laughs> she looks like she might be in her maybe early 50s, but she is still, like, she still has the beauty of her youth. You can tell that probably when she was younger, she, like, people would have just stopped in the streets seeing her. This is one of the most attractive individuals you've ever laid eyes on, and she's just completely in control of this room. You can tell this is the queen, and she has like a, a contingent of armed, uh, well, lightly armed guards near her. And as you enter, she just kind of like very, very softly smiles at you. Not like a huge grin, but it's not, it's not like an unkind gesture. And, uh, but she doesn't say anything. And you watch as the captain kind of, uh, he steps to the side, stands up straight, and he says, Ah, uh, my queen. This is, uh, <clears throat> he starts clearing his throat at you and he's like looking at you. What is your name? Willem Valtel. This is, uh, William Valtel of Wolf's Rest, here to parley with you. And in perfect Valdolinian common, you hear the queen's voice. You may approach, Willem. Before I move, I would like to assess the room okay. and either sides of the room in direct correlation to the path that I will be taking to walk closer to her. Okay. Give me a perception Look, check. Looking for some trappy traps or anything that looks out of the ordinary. Willem's like the group's reliable father. <laughs> Man, he might have. You can, all, <laughs> <laughs> I you can always him. depend on him to like check the things that are like, I don't know. I'm not a painter. Yeah. I'm not a baby. And, and do you think he could have grown up to be my dad? Oh, done. I guess we don't know. Dun, dun. I, I think it could be a safe bet. They look exactly the same. I guess Willem, they are the same height. Willem is my dad. All right. Wow. Well, that makes all the drinking and partying together in the tunnel really irresponsible. Yes, dads of and me. daughters usually just party hard and do drugs together. <laughs> so, what was your perception rule? Nineteen. So as you look around the room, you uh, you don't see anything that resembles it, like a traditional trap by any means. You do see that these guards, while lightly armored, have lots of weapons at their disposal, and each of them has a very hardened look to them. Do they have thick-ass traps? What? And what? Yeah, are they swole? Oh, trap like trapezoids. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty. They <laughs> they obviously. <laughs> 
Definitely not trapezoids. <laughs> no, they're they're trapezoids. Um, <laughs> that muscle in your face. The trapezoid. <laughs> yeah, it's the shape of your face, dipshit. Uh, <laughs> um, no, they are. They are. Yeah, they obviously work with the blade or their spear or whatever. Pablo Picasso? Everybody looks like a fucking trapezoid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are fucking weird looking, but strong. Um, but no, they uh, they all look like very serious contenders. If if things were to get out of hand, they you you feel like they're they're nothing to scoff at for sure. I'm like, picturing like the Royal Guard in like Darth Sidious's chamber or something. Those dudes in the red armor. Uh, you could actually see these guys' face though. Um, they're wear you know they're wearing like light armor for the most part because they are in a ship. It'd be really stupid. Is it to red wear armor? armor? No. Really? Hmm. Yeah, it's just it's like, not red. Uh, it's like like brown and black leather. Um, it seems like they're not super concerned with showcasing their their colors while they're here on the ship. Mm, interesting. Okay. But, um, so I I approach mm-hmm. and I I stop a good somewhere between five and ten feet. I assume does she have like a a desk or a table in front of her, or is it just straight open space? It's straight open space. There's a slight rise of a like a two step dais in okay. a sense, but you could tell like they probably thought like a big dais would be dumb on a ship. Sure. Yeah, so I stop a good eight feet before the step up, and I do I do a deep bow, but I never take my eyes off of her. And as I bow and I say, Your Highness, I'd like to do an Arcana check. Okay. Mm. There's magic dripping from the walls. <laughs> are, are you looking for anything in particular? Well, now I am. To <laughs> <laughs> uh, see if anything evil? magical, anything looks magical? Yeah, it's just see if anything emanates... Magicianry. Thank fuck for reliable talent. Yay. Uh, 21. Uh, you don't see anything that appears magical from your um, perspective as you're looking around. Nothing about her person necessarily seems magical. You do see the voice of the queen, though, standing not far from her, kind of back a little bit and just kind of like relaxed against the wall, um, almost as if he's just kind of like taking a break. Uh, and you know that he has some some magical abilities. Uh, he seems to be like uh, playing with something in his hand. And if you were to really look at it, it's nothing magical. It seems like he's uh, shuffling a deck of cards. Okay. Uh, you may rise, William Vartel. Your Highness, I know you sent emissaries ahead before to ask about an alliance between our countries, or at least between the wolves and Rothia. We didn't exactly get all of the details of the terms. What exactly are you proposing? I am surprised with you, Willem. You cut right to the point rather than tarry over uh, niceties. And she kind of stares off into space. You can see that there's a window that kind of out, looks out over the ocean. And she's like, she seems to be staring at something out there. Are those ships out there yours? They definitely don't belong to us. Uh, I will say they looked Veildalinian, but they weren't flying any Veildalinian colors. You seem surprisingly calm, despite the fact that they are not yours. Are you not concerned yeah. about them? I was at first, but then I noticed that they were Veildalinian made, and they didn't seem to be going anywhere in any particular hurry. And our meeting 
seemed much more pertinent than whatever it is a few skiffs have up their sleeves. She she kind of like tilts her head as just kind of a single nod and continues to stare out at the ocean. Question. Then she turns back to are you F or DM? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the windows. Are there mm-hmm. drapes of any kind or anything like that? Uh, yeah, they're kind of like like slightly open drapes. There's really only one window like near the near the front and kind of like on the side wall that peeks out over. Um, okay. and that's really the only window that's open enough. It's the window. Do they from have Palpatine's like any chamber? <laughs> yeah. Stop talking about Palpatine. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she's not Palpatine. She's Padme. Mm-hmm. Um, are there like any? heavy hanging drapes or flags maybe along yeah, the wall. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of those kind of hanging down. Okay. There's some beams that cut across. It's a it's a like a probably a 20 foot tall room. As um, as we're speaking, I'd like to silently cast mage hand behind one of the drapes ooh, or flags ooh. behind her uh the voice of the queen. Okay. Ooh. All right, give me sleight of hand. Okay. Wait, is there a feature for um, arcane tricksters that they can do it subtly at will. Oh, what's the? Can we read that for me? Sure. So, mage hand cast at will. Uh, casting time one action, range thirty feet. Uh, duration one minute. A spectral floating hand appears at a point you choose within range. The hand lasts for the duration or until you dismiss it as an action. The hand vanishes if it is ever more than 30 feet away from you or if you cast this spell again. You can use your action to control the hand. You can use the hand to manipulate an object, open an unlocked door or container, stow or retrieve an item from an open container, or pour the contents out of a vial. You can move the hand up to 30 feet each time you use it. The hand can't attack, activate magic items, or carry more than 10 pounds. Okay, so you successfully cast that um, nearby a curtain without, without any notice. Um, okay. okay. So you can perform one of the, okay. Uh, you can stow one object. The hand is holding in a container. You can retrieve an object in a container worn or carried by another creature. You can use thieves tools to pick locks and disarm traps at range. And then you can perform one of these tasks without being noticed by a creature. If you do succeed on a sleight of hand check contested by their perception, and then you can use a bonus action. To control it with your kind of yeah, nature. I rolled a natural one for perception. So, nice, um, sick. That's why I just kind of let you <laughs> let you do your thing. Um, Sweet. So yeah, it goes unnoticed. What are you okay. attempting to do with this hand? For now, it's just hanging out. Okay, gotcha. Um, and she she finally looks back at you. You mentioned terms. What uh, can I more fully illuminate for you? Well, one usually doesn't just simply propose an alliance or a team up for not. Uh, what is it that you're hoping to gain and what is it that you're wanting us to do with this alliance? She kind of casts a, a glance over at the voice of the queen and then looks back to you. Did my voice not relay what it was that I, uh, I wanted to achieve by this alliance? And he kind of steps forward. Uh, it's possible that I uh, messed, messed it up. There's a lot of confusion. Uh, it, was a, it was a very chaotic time. And she holds her hand up. That's fine. Allow me to speak more clearly on this. I would propose this alliance in order to secure both 
the survival of Rothia, and to benefit a ceasefire on our parts. Were the wolves, for instance, able to retain control over the armies of Beodolin? I think that the wolves are the best chance in combating whatever menacing darkness approaches. And it is clear that there is something, and it is clear that the group of you, though I only see you at this moment, I assume the rest are out performing some deed or another. But I propose that because you seem to be the best suited for the job. Your stories have reached our lands. We know of you. We know of your legendary prowesses. And thus, I have reached out to you in order to secure more safety for my people and your own. We are willing to contribute up to 100,000 gold for the cause. Though, if you do require more, it's possible we could uh, make that available to you. We would also allot you a number of soldiers to help you in your endeavors, not beholden to us at your will and disposal. We would like to create a much more amenable situation between our two nations, especially in such a time of turmoil. We've heard many stories about your wolves, you and the others, and what you're capable of. We do not plan on double-crossing you, if that is your concern. This is a treaty of sorts, and an alliance, as you said, but it is best for all parties involved, if we work together. What if I were to decline your monetary ransom and request something else in return for this alliance? That is uh, interesting. I suppose that it's always possible that we could make something else available to you. What was it that you were thinking? I want a complete withdrawal of Rothians from Veildalin in any sort of military occupancy capacity. And I would also like, instead of uh, paying us 100,000 gold, I would like for that money to go back into Veildalin as part of uh, restoring and repairing what damage has been caused by the Rothian and Veildalinian struggle. My dear, uh, those terms are not necessarily mm, sour to me. However, I do concern myself with your rejection of the money, considering where would we give the money if not to the Wolves of Moonreach? It's not as though there's a trustworthy leadership in Deepminster at the moment. If my spies and birds are to be believed, we figured if it's to be made available to Veldlin, uh, the best course of action would be to bequeath it upon you, and you may do as you see fit. Well, normally we would accept it as some sort of transaction on behalf of the estate of the land of Veldlin. I think it would probably be in the best interest for both parties if we involved a third party to accept the funds and disperse them as they see fit in a responsible manner. Have you heard of Eldervolt? Eldervolt, yes. In uh, Avstant, I have. I believe that they have the means and the experience to handle this type of transaction responsibly. If you would like the money to be set to, uh, to an account in Eldervolt, that is more than manageable. I do not... Uh, I, I suppose I should say it's not the largest concern of mine, whether or not you accept it in golden chests, or if you take it in credit from the Elder Vault. 
That is your prerogative. We only want to contribute to the cause, and we know that money helps the cause, and we have the means to spare at least that much. I assume that you've scouted Wolf's Rest before even thinking of approaching, whether by land, sea, or air. You've (laughs) seen what we've managed to scrounge up just on our ideals alone. We're not exactly in the business of being mercenaries. So you would do a lot better in courting our favor, not with money, but with ideals and with these actions. Master Valtel, I feel as though I have been remiss. I do not wish to hire you. You would not be mercenaries. The mercenaries, if you must look at it that way, would be my soldiers underneath your direction. Whether money or ideals, that is a prerogative that we can work towards, but we sincerely only wish to deal with you in hopes of friendship. And while I appreciate that, regardless, the hierarchy being worker, taskmaster, owner, we would merely be a middleman in this type of transaction. So... Those are my terms, and I believe that's really all that can be said at this point. If those are acceptable, excellent. We'll move forward with uh, forging this type of armistice. If not, I think we should probably schedule another meeting with a little, a little bit more uh, tact, and maybe in a more neutral location. Well, I suppose I am confused, though... Perhaps it is on my own behalf. If you do not wish for monetary means to help, and you do not wish for soldiers, do you not wish to be a part of an alliance? I just am confused as to how we work together if you do not allow us to work towards the cause. And all we have to do is withdraw, which, while makes sense, doesn't exactly ensure that what you need to achieve will be achieved. And it doesn't work towards a friendship, it only creates more tension. And we would like to alleviate that tension, not increase it. An alliance doesn't necessarily equal assimilation. I know this. I have dealt often with alliances. Are you familiar with alliances? I I look around incredulously, like, get fucked. <laughs> I fear that perhaps this is not the best time. We can return when perhaps things are less, and she looks out the window, hairy. We would still be working together. The withdrawal of your military capacity is is our terms, though. though. That alone, on top of, if you insist upon making a monetary donation, let's say, uh, we would accept that on behalf of, you know, Veildalin in general, but it would be dispersed to the to the country. It would be dispersed to the people for repairs and restoring Veildalin to what it was before the Rothian occupancy. It's not... However you see fit to use the coin is your prerogative, as I said. We will not control how it is used. That is up to the cause. All we know from all of our sources is that there is an existential threat to Argaria as a whole. And, and, you, and like if you contribute. withdraw your army from Veil Please Dolin, do not speak we will me. work with you 
in that common goal. You have been dismissed. And you see, like, the couple of soldiers st- step forward as if daring you to, to uh, say anything else. Please, thank you for your time, Mr. Valtel. And uh, please, we will uh, consider your counteroffer. I dismiss my mage hand, but very loudly. So that it makes so that it makes it obvious that it was there behind the curtain. With like a crack. <laughs> yeah, like it like it ruffles the curtain a little bit. You, you watch the voice it, of the the queen kind of look like shocked and then like put his hand up, dropping his cards. Do you require any rations while you wait in the harbor? We will not be waiting in the harbor. We will return perhaps in a few days' time. We will Maybe wait. next time let us know ahead of time exactly when you'll be arriving. You may be dismissed. Master Valtel. You as well. (laughs) (laughs) Got her. (laughs) And I I turn on my heel and I look at Miraluk and Yarfrey and I just do a curt nod. Miraluk pauses for a second and then puts a thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) And we exit the cabin. All right. Back to Tomar. I almost called you Lindsay. Tomar, Pinwin, and Gorbel. Yikes. (laughs) That is going to be interesting news to figure out when we get back. Nope. Yeah, I don't know, Gorble. You may want to... Mm, I don't know about this sword. Like, I was iffy about it when I was inspecting it, but when... <laughs> then I told you to do it. <laughs> I told you to do it, but then when that stuff just happened with the forge, I don't know. That, do, that just... Yeah, that's just because it's a jealous forge. It said don't do it here. <laughs> Gorble. I could go outside and do it, and nobody would interrupt it. You know how your mom fuzzy, is like the raven a queen? A fuzzy hand came and touched... Yeah, and I could be the wolf queen. You don't understand the repercussions of something like that. You don't well, know what it will do to you. I mean, to be well, fair... Well, we don't know what it's going to do if I don't right. do that. Exactly. Yeah, we do, because you're already not doing that right now. Yeah, things seem pretty bad. We don't even know the full extent of it. You're willing to bet your entire existence on bonding with this sword. Uh, I feel like <laughs> everything can be undone. If there's, any, if there's any doubt whatsoever, you shouldn't do it. I... Who said I have any doubt? You, you did a... <laughs> uh, that sounded pretty doubtful. No, I just, I don't care about betting my existence on it. I just... That could be what's I think at stake. The, eh, okay. I don't know about that. Well. But why does fate seem like, like it's just why been hinting it? at it? Like, why does this keep happening? Why does she have it? Why does Pinwin like, have oath bow? Why does Willem have spider bow? Why does Willem have spider sandals? They can use sandals? those, though. It's yeah, true. but and we they don't... they can use those to the full extent. I want to use something to its full extent. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes, That's fair. She, she's making sense. But... You, you're also making sense, so... I've said... Why was this given know. to me if I wasn't supposed to unlock it and bond with it and have an army of gorble wolves? That's the question you should be asking. Are you gonna call him Gull? Because there is a reason you were given it. Exactly. And it was never explicitly told to you. Don't you think that's weird? No, a lot of... There are so many questions in the world, Tomar. Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to most of them, including this one. I think you would be a fool. But you're entitled to do what well, you what will. Am, what else am I supposed to do with it? Destroy it. Destroy it. Then what happens to what happens to my friends that I made? They aren't your friends. They're your we thralls. Don't know that. They're your thralls that you you already killed them. Now they're living a life that they weren't meant to live, and blindly following you or chasing after you. Do you think that's positive, good magic to wield? 
I don't think so. For uh, us. I'm so torn. Oh, I'm just going to hold on to it for a minute longer. <laughs> I Fine. clearly can't do it in here because that guy made me stop holding hands with the furry hands. So whatever you do with that sword we'll is going to have major repercussions. Just don't take that lightly. Pinwin. Mm-hmm. What about your bow? Do you want me to inspect your bow? Sure, unless you're going to tell me not to use it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you guys to do anything. I, I just think... <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm telling I'm you... I'm just very strongly and aggressively indicating which direction the wind blows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thank you, whoever said that. Uh, yeah, here you go. Check it out. All right, I will, Let's see. I will cast Identify on... Oath bow, and if there's resistance to it like the other one, then I'll cast it at eighth level. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. I go into the dark room, and there's furry, like, furry, furry clawed hands, like, hand coming out of no shadows. Sense. Totally good. <laughs> Shadow is a wolf name. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? It's That's not a good necessarily point. bad. It's a good point. Pinwin named Shadow. Totally yeah. relevant. There's nothing terrible about shadows. Mm. I don't know why you're acting like it's a bad sign. There's nothing wrong with Shadow and his third Reikian voice. Oh, <laughs> there, There is a little bit of resistance, not nearly as much as what was on Gorbel's sword. Uh-oh, sorry about your loss, Pinwin. <laughs> <laughs> what? We're going to have to fight with our bare hands now. <laughs> I mean, that's a good sign. That's a sign that Pinwin's weapon isn't evil <laughs> like <up>. yours is. <laughs> oh my god, shut up. Uh, okay, there's a little bit of resistance, so you might have to go a little bit further than first level. So it's a little I'll bit go evil. second level. You might need a little bit more than that. Be specific. <laughs> you feel like it's at least fourth level. Okay, I'll cast it at fourth level. All right, you learn Oathbow. Weapon, longbow, very rare. It's got a range of 150 foot, and then the far range is 600 feet. It's a 1d8. Uh, against a sworn enemy, you add the 3d6, and uh, it weighs about 2 pounds. When you knock an arrow on this bow, it whispers in elvish, swift defeat to my enemies. Now, that changes as you're kind of understanding it, and now it's, you say, favored enemy, and it responds, enemy, favored the target of your attack becomes your sworn enemy until it dies or until dawn seven days later. You can only have one such sworn enemy at a time. When your sworn enemy dies, you can choose a new one after the next dawn. When you make a ranged attack roll with this weapon against your sworn enemy, you have advantage on the roll. In addition, your target gains no benefit from cover other than total cover, and you suffer no disadvantage due to long range. If the attack hits, your sworn enemy takes an extra 3d6 piercing damage. While your sworn enemy lives, you have disadvantage on attack rolls with all other weapons. Now that you've pushed a little bit further and pierced the veil slightly more, you learn there's another feature of the oath bow. The oath bow also will conform to whoever bonds with it. When that happens, it specifies that there is a channeling from some other plane and the bow will be able to speak. Additionally, it will give the bearer of the oath bow that bonds with it an additional 100 HP. Yeah! <laughs> Whoa. Is that it? That's it. All right, we got what we have here is a much more useful, less evil bow. <laughs> um, <laughs> only well, offers helpful things. Don't we have? Don't we have things coming from the abyssal plane? Yes. 
And if I'm bonded with the wolf blood blade, it has the ability to pierce through. Gorble, I was on your side until Warcrag showed up. That changed everything <laughs> for Craig. me. Oh my god, he just didn't want it to happen here. Pinwin, you know try, Pin try and bond with the, the bow here. We'll see what happens. What am I supposed to say? Did it say what he's supposed to do? It did not. Kiss it. <laughs> I kiss, kiss it? my sword. Or sword. <laughs> Uh oh! I kissed the night oak. (laughs) Um, Watch out! That still got star blood on it. Do you say anything to it after you kiss it? No. No. (laughs) I mean, what do you? It sounded like he wants you to say something to it. Uh, what do you say? What do you normally say to it? Uh. I normally say favorite enemy, but that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> favorite enemy? My bow that I'm bonding with? Um, I don't, what, what, what do I say? How do you bond with other things? I have You have them. a drink, you talk about common interests. You say hi to them. <laughs> hi. <laughs> you talk about your word. favorite movies. <laughs> uh, you, you feel it like kind of rumble a little bit, but then stop as if... You're on the right path, but not enough. Maybe sing to it. Favored weapon. I am the favored weapon. And then it starts to shift. And oh, yeah. <laughs> it transforms from its original bow form to having a like a, a more sturdy looking cross frame. The strand of the bow, uh, the, the line of the bow itself becomes much thinner, almost as thin as the uh, the bowstring on Willem's spider bow. It also changes colors. It starts to fleck gold and blue throughout it. And right on the edge, uh, where you would knock the arrow, you see there's a carved little shape of a heart on it. Aww. I look over at Gorbel like with my eyebrows raised. Is it done yet? I think so. Cool. So then I raise my hand to my ear. Then the bow the flares up <laughs> with a black fire. Oh. And you watch as that wire, positive, wire crag also flares up and a tendril comes out again and goes near the bow. And the black fire goes against wire crag's little tendril and they start fighting against one another. And you hear... Not in my presence. And they start fighting and fighting, and slowly the bow's black fire recedes, and the bow goes back to normal. Come the on, golden Craig. blue flex <laughs> disappear, the heart goes away, and it returns to its longbow form. Don't worry, I'm doing this it. This is good. I, I don't care. This is I don't good. care what you say. <laughs> Guys, no, 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 this is Did good. Did you see the heart? It can't be bad. It had a little cute little heart. No, no, no. This is fantastic. This is, <laughs> this is good because remember, we all went fucking evil in the other alternate realities. Except for Pinwin. Except for Pinwin, uh, who would now be going evil as well in this <laughs> reality. We don't know what's evil. Did it's Pinwin just have like Oathbow you're... in the vision? You couldn't tell. Guys, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this shit. Uh, is, I is got rid of the harbinger plate to make this armor, and there was no resistance to doing that when I did that here. But yeah, because you turned it into something that that dude liked. Yeah, he just doesn't like us drawing power from anybody else. Give me a religion check, Tomar. 
question. Do we not do we know for sure Craig is totally good? Yes. <laughs> that that sounds like your What feelings. has Craig done for you lately? <laughs> Lots. He I was talking make... to Pinwin. Oh, well, <laughs> Pinwin hasn't given himself to work Craig. <laughs> That sounds like a mighty big sacrifice. I'd rather give myself to the blade. You'd rather give yourself to the shadow wolf? Hey, man, wolves yeah. are I great. got 22. We're a wolf. 22. You're starting to get the impression, based on what you know about God interactions, that perhaps Gorbel may be correct in her assumption, though not, you don't know for sure, but perhaps Wirecrag just cannot abide any other deities in... It's presence. I need some HP, man. <laughs> his house, his rules, that kind of thing. Yeah. I will make my wariness known. Um, but yeah, I guess don't do it here. That's fair. Um, I'm huh. not with that guy interrupting constantly. I glare <laughs> at it. But it's a slight little it flare. Is, it is worth knowing what deity these are tied to in the first place. Is How there, do we discover that? Yeah. Is there someone we could ask? I don't know. Who do you ask about these things? Is yeah. there, there's no help desk. I mean, I would have thought that I would have found that out by in, uh, investigating them, but apparently not. Can I do a religion check on my blade? You may attempt. And you know, I'll do that on my oath, though, after All right, let's see what I roll. It's that. probably going to be somewhere between a two and a six. Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> the worst... 23. And you got 20, Pidwin? Um, no. I got 14 for religion, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Pinwin, you don't, you can't really pick up on anything. Uh, Gorbel, Looks from the time me. you've spent with this blade, you know that there is some deity associated with it, but you, you don't know the name of the deity, but you feel like whatever hand reached out could have potentially been a part of that deity. How did the hand feel? Firm, Besides, strong. Okay. Uh, it didn't hurt you. It was just very firmly grasping your hand. Firmly mm. grasp it. I'm so I don't know. sorry. Do you think maybe Miraluk would know anything about this sword, considering he's the sword and he's kind of like the... Uh, he's sort of like a sentient sword being I don't thing. care. That's a good idea. If you're going to do that, we need to go. And then maybe. we need to go to Bronze Wall. Do we have someone in the bag? I'm really itching to get into it again, to be quite honest. <laughs> and, and, so, I mean, if there's someone I could ask in there... Maybe wait to get in the bag for a while, Pinwin. Why? I think you were you were shown what you were meant to see there. But what if there's more? Do we still have our telepathic bond with Willem, or has it been too long now? Um, I would say you'd still have it. Oh, do we really? Yeah. You were, oh no, sorry, it disconnected when you went in the bag. Well, do you guys, do you guys want to do anything else here, or do you want to just head out? I mean, we're here because of you, what, um... I did what I came here to do, yeah. You don't have, you don't need to talk to Craig at all or anything? Well, we, we already talked. (laughs) You did? Not very chatty. I don't think I have any other magical items or anything like that to, to use here. I mean, I painted the gold sword, but I don't know if it will work exactly the same. Do you want to check that out before we go? I mean, Ooh, I can't I... make something out of nothing. I would need something to exchange it for, basically. I don't I don't think I understand what you're like. Talking item about. goes in basin. New item comes out of basin. Old item gone. 
new item here. Can it be a not sword? <laughs> Maybe. Do you have something else? Probably. Let I might even may be able to make something that's kind of shitty and mundane something better. I do have Steel Horn of the Champions Hall. What the hell is that? You know, you blow it and it gives everybody, um... The heebie-jeebies. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's inspiring to everybody. Who How come that? you never use it? Because it's at the bottom of my pack. <laughs> <laughs> that probably could have been useful it, at some point. It's, it's only good once a day, and then, you know, if you're just going to use it once, it's like you have to unpack everything that's on top of it. And I have my old closed-toed shoes that are on top, and then those are pretty clunky, and you have to get those out and then reach down and... Do you ever change your shoes? No. Why do you keep them in your bag for? <laughs> what if I need them? <laughs> it's, she's got a point, Tomar. I never understand you. <laughs> what, I mean, what else do you suggest I do with them? Just leave them on the side of the road? No, like at how home many other, shoes go. How many other people are looking for size 15 women's boots. <laughs> You're making up this leaving in the wilderness business. I didn't. I never said anything like that. Also, what if she gets a hole in her shoes? They're sandals. Yeah, what? She's she wearing sandals, Pinwin. <laughs> <laughs> They're made of holes. I mean, you don't want They're them mostly everywhere. <laughs> can, can we put multiple items into there? Not at once, but like... Pinwin, what is it you want? Do you want something? Do you want this sword? Is that what you're saying? Let's just say I'm kind of curious. I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested to see. I don't know. I have my boots. See? These these babies? Yeah. They're, they're and don't those ones protect your feet? I mean, yeah, but um, I also... I mean, if we're putting boots in, I would suggest mine because I haven't worn them for a while. Worst case scenario is that you'll just get other boots. Who knows? <laughs> they're boots. New of, boots. They're the boots of the cat where they make me jump really high. Yeah, if you want to turn in those boots, we'll see what happens. Or I have the oven circlet of Everbreath, which would let me breathe underwater, but we haven't really been underwater. That will never happen. What if it'll make me breathe not in the water? Maybe it'll make <laughs> you breathe only in water and you become a mermaid. That'd be so cool. But it'd also kind of ruin your life, right? <laughs> <laughs> Either way, just decide. Are there downsides to this? Maybe. Not so then far. Why are we? I mean, I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> then give me, give me one of your things. Mm, which one? I don't care. Gorbel presents the horn to you. I take the horn. Uh. <laughs> So you're just taking the horn? Do you want a horn, or do you want me to try and think of something else? Ooh, what do we think could be more useful? I want something that's, if it's going to have to be in the horn family, I'd like it to be something I can wear around my neck for easy access. <laughs> Trombone? What is a horn that no. you can wear around your neck? A whistle. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I put the horn in the basin. Okay. And <clears throat> I start... To pray to work rag and I start right, to think give about, me a religion check I start to think about <laughs> whistles in general make this horn dope that's a 20 okay now give me your blacksmithing skill roll ooh <laughs> it looks drink <laughs> uh 31 oh. 31 all right I want you to roll a d100 for me 63 all right so you Place the horn in the basin and the fires from the soul forge start to spin around it. It starts melting down and it kind of 
goes through a mold and you start working and you kind of get lost in it and all you can kind of hear is just this kind of poom, poom, poom in your, in kind of the recesses of your mind as if you're channeling Agraman himself and it just kind of consumes you to the point that you're not even paying attention to what you're really doing. You two watch as Tomar seems to just have this preternatural ability to know exactly what he needs when he needs it. He start, he grabs this thin piece of metal. He puts it in the cooling basin of like a big barrel of water, pulls it out, starts hammering it. Then he switches up to a smaller hammer and starts doing very fine detail. And after about 10 minutes, after he dunks it again, Tom- Tomar, you kind of come to. Then I'm like, ah, oh, this is only going to take like 10 minutes, probably. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go. And then I turn around holding it. You have created the pipe flute of Boone. Mm. Do I know what it does right away? You, as you kind of like put it over in your hand, you're, you start to kind of understand what it is that this thing does. And uh, once, or sorry, three times per day to be recharged at the rising of the sun, this allows all of whoever blows this, their companions can roll a d12 and add that to any roll as long as it's within the first round of battle. What you have here is a free inspo pipe. (laughs) Uh, You gotta pipe this baby at the beginning of battle. It's about three inches long, so it's kind of like a whistle. It's like a really small little like pan pan flute or small little flute. And uh, you do see that there, Tomar has even forged tiny little rings on either side where it could a chain could be slipped through for a necklace. It doesn't come with a chain. It does not. I'm oh. sorry. The forge doesn't allow chains. Um, <laughs> it's but against our religion. It is slightly more useful than the other thing you had. So, there you go. And I wasn't even trying very hard. What about my shiny shirt? I mean, I made that for you, but if you want to give it up, then we'll see what it does. I mean, would that offend you? It just, I mean, you're making it again, so you'd still be making it. I literally put my father's own sword in here, so I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I could give two shirts about that shiny shirt. Uh, Um... Uh, okay, you can have a boon. Yeah. Okay, um, uh, do you think it'll make it stronger? Yes. Then let's I made do that, it. I made that shirt, <laughs> I made that shiny shirt so long ago. Let's do it. Here, uh, Tomar, can I get it off with my cloak stuck on me? It'll be difficult, but yeah, if you take a little bit of time. Okay. Penwin, is that cloak stuck on you? Yeah, I've told you about this, right? No. <laughs> I'm just like shuffling, like <laughs> I look pushing ridiculous. it up through the collar. Right. <laughs> I get like the arm of it stuck around my neck. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> At that moment, Pinwin, an arm comes out from the forge, a tendril, and strikes the cloak. The clasp comes off, and it flaps down to your feet. <laughs> and I'll, I'll jump. <laughs> Was that so high or what? You see that sick jump? <laughs> yeah, Pinwin. Well, at least you have it off of you. That's 
awesome. I'm going to put it in my bag. <laughs> Penguin's just shirtless. <laughs> right just now. make sure you unequip it on D&D Beyond because that takes away the, the uh I don't think I, it persuasion. was ever equipped. Nope. All right, so. I don't, I don't know if it was added. Is there any feature you're hoping to get out of this shirt that I'm replacing? You know, higher AC. I mean. What is AC? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just uh, more effective armor. More protection. More protection. That one. All right. Um, With this and the oath bow being beefed up. All right. I'm gonna just be okay. I'm gonna put <laughs> Pinwin's shiny shirt, his mithril shirt, into the basin. I'm going to think about protection. This is our easy bake oven. Form function, like uh, to make it as most effective as possible. And this time I'm also going to burn one of my uh, channel divinities to see if that can give some boost to it. Okay. The channel divinity that I usually use for my like one hour uh, make stuff out of something ability. Um, so I will allow you to forego your religion check in that, in that regard and we'll treat that as a natural 20. Sick. And you're, you're still going to require a blacksmithing check. Okay. Ooh. It was nat one, but it's 13. <laughs> 13. Okay. So you start the same process over again. You guys watch as he goes into a fervor, starts uh, doing some crazy shit. And when he comes out of it, there is a new shirt. It is a much lighter mesh, almost as if the mithril has somehow become thinner. And it's almost like silk. It's so finely, like knit almost that it looks extremely breathable very very light and you hold up Pinwin's shiny shirt too <laughs> yeah. and, I'm, and I'm gonna say that it's got like a like a pearlescent sheen that kind of color shifts a little bit in the Ooh, light. I like that yeah <clears throat> and this is a a uh, it is light armor and it's uh, it's got an armor class of 18 and it also gives a 50 point boost to HP. Damn. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> Yay. I might survive. Maybe. <laughs> what do you think would happen if we put the hat of the drunkard in? I don't know. I can do this all day. <laughs> we just put all our things in. Well, I'm telling you, the Soul in. Forge is cool. This is what I've been doing the, like for six months. <laughs> <laughs> just This goes in, this comes out. Wait, so, I'm sorry, what did you say about the Shining Shirt? 50 HP and what else? And AC 18. Okay. It's Shiny Shirt 2. Does anyone have anything we could use for Shadow so he won't die? I mean, Shadow has his armor I made for him. Is Shadow with us? He Shadow did not come with. Yeah, I didn't <clears throat> think so. He stayed behind. Well, you'll have to worry about that later, Penguin. Next campaign. Uh, <laughs> Aura looks up at you guys, finally. Is there anything for me that you could make? Tomar hucks no. Ura into the <laughs> I forge. put him in the basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pull out oh, a better okay. Ura. <laughs> what do you like? What do you use? We can experiment. We can try and make something into something new. Uh, okay. Give me the drunkard hat. He likes alcohol. Uh, what? I pull out my hat. All right, I'm gonna. It put smells like booze. <clears throat> I'm gonna put the hat in, and I'm gonna think of uh. I'm going to think of a tankard instead. Okay, um, you will require materials from somewhere else as this hat is made of cloth. Okay, it's I'll It's going to be a higher DC. I'll throw in, um, I have a chunk of silver on me. 
I had some okay. silver in my bag, and I'll huck that in there. All right. S- go ahead and give me blacksmithing. Are you using a channel divinity? Again? I am not. I really okay, then give like me a religion that. check. Religion was 27, and armor training, 30. All right, give me a percent roll. This is fun. It is fun. <laughs> I really think we need to bring Willem. 36. A gift from the gift shop. I mean, the... Gift shop. Gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for stopping at the self-forging on your left to see the gift shop. Uh, you can have a point of boon for that. It made me chuckle. Welcome to the Soul Forge. That was funny. Come stop at the Craig shop. All right. So with a 36, um, basically what I was looking for is because you rolled so well, it would have been anything above a five would be a success. And so you start doing the same process over and over again. And there's a lot of, there's a, a very burning smell as the hat goes into the smelting pot <laughs> and, uh, and uh, a lot of smoke erupts from it and it smells like alcohol and burnt leather. And uh, finally, you are able to forge a weird object. You haven't seen anything of its like before. <laughs> it, it, it is in the shape of an upside down hat with a handle. So it's a mug uh, or a tankard How that cute. looks like a hat upside down and open with a handle on it. And the outside is wrapped in a thin, sh- in a thin line of leather. And you have created the cup of many drinks. Aww. And its quality is that it can never be filled and never be emptied. Wow. Wait, it can never be filled? Correct. So wow. it's just a cup that is useless? No. <laughs> It, it, what I mean by that is that <laughs> it has its own alcohol producing effect. Oh. It will always be full, never when you look inside, but the moment you take a drink, you will have unending alcohol. Does it matter what kind of alcohol, or is it the alcohol you so desire? Guess you'll have to find out. Ah. I turn around light. and I have like uh, soot all over my face, <laughs> <laughs> and I look kind of confused. I'm like, here you go. Ah, oh, this is excellent. And you watch as Ura takes a drink. Ah, oh, this is good berry wine. Takes another drink. This is good berry wine. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> this is good berry wine. Okay. Yeah. That was, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Ura dies. And then you watch as Ura, like, closes their eyes and, and concentrates. And, and then there's, like, a flash. And then Ura's smiling again. This is good berry wine. <laughs> Having immediately ev- evacuated the alcohol somewhere. Wow. The perfect gift does exist. And he well, just got it. That was fun. I don't know if you guys want to do anything else, but we should probably get back to see what Willem's up to. <laughs> you just get back and everything's on fire. <laughs> okay. And then bronze wall? Bronze wall. Bronze wall. Bronze wall. Bronze wall. Right. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I montage re- high five, yeah. I reach out <laughs> and I grab their hands and I say build and take us back to the temple. You arrive back in the temple. It smells different here. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like Fire? a nasty Rothian. <laughs> <laughs> like not burnt leather. Yeah. <laughs> it smells clean. I don't like it. <laughs> like <laughs> Somebody make it dirty. Uh, all right, well, I'm going to leave, and I'm going to look around, see if anything's different, try and find Willem. Last place he was in the tavern, right? 
So as you guys step out of the tavern, you see Willem standing in the middle of the market area, looking as though he kind of assumed that you would be soon on your way, and as if he has something to tell you. Sorry, unless you would prefer to be doing something else. Or not tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, hi guys. (laughs) Nothing happened. I guess I imagined I would be deliberating more strategy with Len and Dirk. Yeah, and you can see a group of individuals kind of gathered around him, and you guys notice that there's not many people in the streets, which is unusual because this is pretty much drinking time. Do I spot them? Yes, you would spot them. Guys, hey. I we we've got to we got to talk. Is that a good or bad we've got to talk? <laughs> Cuz we've got to talk about some good and maybe bad stuff. But my, I think it's good. Okay, you go Same. first. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Uh so the queen of Rothia showed up. Wait, what? Yeah. Already She's here. the queen? Mhm. How'd she yep. get here so fast? Uh, we're not sure about that, actually. Uh, she showed up in a ship in the harbor somehow, Are even though sure it was a it huge was ship. You, like, looked really I have no reason to doubt that it was the queen. She seemed queenly? She seemed like a bitch. <laughs> Whoa, okay, so it didn't go well. Mm. Wait, you actually met I, with her? I did. It went about as well as you would imagine somebody being the queen of an entire nation that's trying to occupy and take over your nation. Mm. Wait, so Is that what she said? they don't They're... want our help? So did you kill her? Are they taking no. over? Oh, okay. No. Uh, she kind of just gave us the same proposal that I'm assuming the guy gave you. Uh, she, You hit all the cliff notes, essentially, as far as what she proposed. Uh, teaming up, giving us money and resources for an army... I let her know that we're not interested in monetary bribery and that our terms for an alliance would include the complete military occupation withdrawal of Veildalen. And then we could talk about teaming up and uh, working together as a, as one military unit. Where is... Um, where is Rothia occupying right now in Veldolin? I thought they were under a truce, <laughs> and I do air quotes. The only place they're currently in is Darkreach. They have uh, they have uh, an outpost there. They took that uh, not too long ago, um, but that was under because it was being kind of pummeled by demonic spirits or something. They believe something dark and they moved in took care of them and then just didn't leave so you okay so you so she didn't want to give us her forces is that what you're saying not necessarily no i don't understand what do you mean you said she wasn't she didn't want to go along with your withdrawing forces and giving them to us dilio she said that she would she would consider it but it didn't seem like it was going to be one of those yeah after careful consideration I've decided to endorse the park um it was it it was very she wanted to have an alliance but on her terms and her terms alone um I let her know that if she did feel compelled to provide us with some sort of monetary compensation that it be given to a mutual third party who would disperse it to Veildalin in a way to 
help repair and restore uh, all that was lost during the Rothian invasion and occupation. Well, how much was she offering? A hundred thousand gold. Hmm. I don't know if another nation would be trustworthy. Bringing in another party might cause more problems. It was my hope that it would instill more unification of the land rather than causing any more discourse. I don't know personally enough about the other nations, but I mean, but was she open to that aspect? Like I said, she told me that she would consider it, but she was very bitter Is about she how here? she She said that she was leaving and I look I look towards the harbor. You guys would have to kind of come around, so if you guys want to all move to look like look out over the harbor. Was she like I'm leaving in like a hmm, I'm leaving? Sort of leaving. <laughs> kind of. Hmm. Yeah. Definitely bratty. That doesn't bode well. It does not. Is there anything else weird that was going on? Uh, So they showed up in a single ship, and I was told that there were only eight of them on the entire ship. But when Miraluk, Whiskers, and I rode out to meet them to parlay, other ships started showing up via portals. They looked like they were Veildolin ships but they weren't flying any Veildolin colors or flags. And as you guys kind of approach the upper area where you can look out over the harbor and over the lock, you guys see that the Queen's ship is still there, kind of out a ways. Uh, and then far beyond that, almost imperceptibly so, you can see four ships that appear to be a Veildolinian make that have not moved. They're all in a line. Is her ship moving? Her ship is not either. Um, I think we should go down there and try and, like, make ourselves clear or something, or maybe try and fix what happened. I'm not sure what happened. Should we also see who's actually on those mystery ships? ships? Maybe. Maybe we can split up. Did Wilm, did you, like, set up guards anywhere or anything? As you ask that, you can see that, as you look, you can see guards set up all along the upper area uh, behind the Shadegazer Manor. You can see that there have been efforts made where the constructs are kind of out in a position that's not visible from this from the lock but is visible to you guys and you can see like most of the people on the harbor don't appear to be doing any actual work instead they seem to be like miming work and far out from the harbor not quite so far as the ship you can see that there's somebody on one of the, like sitting on a like kind of an outcropping on one of the daggers of the lock Nice. nice. Good job. <laughs> uh, are you guys going to do your weapon things now, or are you going to wait? I'm going to wait until Miraluk can maybe take a look at this. Okay. Penwin? As if by magic, Miraluk steps forward. Hey, look at that sword. What, <laughs> what can I help you with? Oh, so it's my wolf blood blade. Um, <laughs> turns out if I want to unlock some more power with it, I'll have to bond with it. Um, there is some concern that maybe that's a bad thing. So you're in you're in the profession of of being a sword. <laughs> <laughs> would you, with your experience, would you be able to maybe tell me like what occupies the sword or what deity it's linked to? Uh, you can have a boon, by the way. Mirlock like looks at the sword. Uh, can I see the sword? Okay, don't do anything fishy with it. Well, it's just. Sword examining another sword. He quickly says the <laughs> phrase. Sword seeing sword. <laughs> yeah. uh, he looks it over, runs his hand across the flat of the blade, kind of lo- looks it over, checks its balance, 
does like a perfunctory swipe with it and then hands it back to you. Uh, yes, that belongs to the uh, the wolf king. So if it makes me the wolf queen... You gotta marry him. Does that... Yeah. Is that a thing? No, I think it'd be similar to the discipleship uh, Tomar has with his deity. I would... Uh, Except mine's cooler because mine overpowered yours. Do you know the <laughs> wolf king? No, I've heard rumors, never interacted. I th- didn't think it was an actual deity. I think it's something in the middle, not like a full-on deity. Something, Is he a snack? Yeah. yeah. Is it cool? I mean, he's he was famously very powerful. But not inherently evil. Well, I suppose... Evil is a subjective term. How about evil in the way that I mean it? From our perspective. I don't know how to really answer that. Your terms are... You'll have to excuse me a little bit because I think we're on two different wavelengths as far as evil is concerned. Get on my wavelength. (laughs) (laughs) That's a (laughs) t-shirt. It's not as though he was in the pursuit of good, nor was he in the pursuit of evil. So he's a neutral force. I, I suppose more more of an opportunistic, I would say. Would I? Mm, That's good enough for me. Do you think I would like be in debt to this this wolf king? No. In some way. Uh, typically, it's when gifts like this are received and bonds are forged. It's not so much about uh, being indebted. It's more of currying favor. You can you cannot be forced against your will to. Worship a deity. That is true. I can I can agree with that. So if you don't like it, you could always spit in its face and say fuck off. That might not be possible if you <laughs> actually bond with the weapon. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded kinda like horseshit that last part. No, I don't know. I've always spit in deities' faces. Do you know anybody who has met the Wolf King? Uh, not personally, but I heard that Raelodian had some sort of contract with the Wolf King. I believe that's his blade, correct? Yes. Well, there you have it. That's the only person I know. It has some powers that have to do with things from the Abyssal Plane. Oh, that's do you know nasty why? stuff, the <laughs> Abyssal Plane. Hate it. Hate the Abyssal Plane. I mostly hate how anything that comes from there is so corrupted and just disgusting and... The abyssal plane itself is a just a a nightmare. Oh, we've been of a plane. Have you? Yeah. Excuse me. Have you? It's uh, yeah. It's it's not good, especially considering it kind of you, when you're there, you're not allowed to regenerate any of your health or your spells or anything of the like. It's just not a fun place to be. No, not at all. So I know that you're a sword, <laughs> but like, would you know what deity my oath though? Like. Where that came from, if it's a deity thing. Uh, per- perhaps, would you like me to look it over? Yeah. I just could. exchange a glance with Willem and I like shrug. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly are you guys talking about? With <laughs> deities what the fuck is going on? and the, your weapons? What happened? I, at the I Soul mean, Forge? I recap to him like that I finally like fully investigated these weapons and that there was some suspect uh, force. Guiding it, and I told it, tell him about Wyra and how Wirecrag did its crazy shit in all aspects of everything, uh, while Miraluk is doing his thing. <laughs> so we had quite a bit of a weird couple hours. No kidding. Also, hey Willem, look at me. You notice anything different? 
I have my hands on my hips. <laughs> you shaved your mustache. I never had a mustache, Willem. <laughs> well, you do look like somebody who would have a mustache. I wish I could have a mustache. <laughs> oh, you can't Wait, you grow can't one? You can't grow one? <laughs> Siblings. Yeah. <laughs> have you tried? Like, really tried? I don't know. We gotta do something about that, Penguin. Should I grow my- should I try? Yeah, try. Start Ooh. today. Okay. Yeah, you should probably talk to Let and see if he has a salve that you could Ooh, maybe, use. yeah, maybe. You know? I mean, I mean, I've never had this problem. I don't know if I've really put in a good that's try, not, so... That's not completely true, Tomo. I'm gonna put in a good it? try. See if I can do yes, it on my own. Yes, it's true, Willem. If I believe hard enough, I can grow a mustache. But all right, anyway, all right. Shut up, it. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to concentrate. Shut your mouth. And he, like, waves his hand over, looks, does the same kind of thing, pulls the string back, slowly lets it release. Ah, that there's a bow. <laughs> a bow. Perhaps you can shoot arrows from it. Um, now, he, he, like, looks at it and hands it back. Um, I don't know for sure, but I get the same sort of... Vibe from that that I got from standing in the presence of those moon gods. Ooh. I mean, they could kind of be bad too, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Everything could be. I'm gonna do it. Any qualms? At this point, no. Whatever. <laughs> I say All do right. it. Favored weapon. Weapon is favored. <laughs> and then <laughs> it Whoa. starts to change. Gold, blue flecks up and down. It gets thicker, but still not too thick for you to be able to use. Respectably thick. <laughs> yeah. Thick as frick. Uh, <laughs> the the bowstring gets very, very thin, and a black flame erupts around it. And then the black flame travels into your hands, Pinwin, and you notice that on the tip, like between these two knuckles, your your second, or your first knuckle and your second knuckle, a little arrow tattoo appears. Cool. Nice. Cool! <laughs> you are bonded to Oathbow. Yes. Pinwin. Pinwin. Willem. Hold the finger with the arrow tattoo <laughs> up to your nose. <laughs> you have a mustache. Um, I didn't even see. I just needed to believe more. Willem, your, <laughs> your weapons might be similar in that they have Latent I thought power. you were going to cartwheel. I thought you were <laughs> cartwheeling away. I was cool? like, what's happening? <laughs> Your weapons might have latent power, too, that have been locked away. You might want to check those, too. That makes sense. I always thought that the Blade of Karikianj had something hidden away in it. I mean, Spider-Bow could, too. Right. Well, I I don't know if now is the time. Do we, do we have time for me to inspect these? I, I mean... We have a lot of pressing matters. I mean, Pinwin just did his thing. Miraluk was doing his thing. You might not get another chance. It's true. All right, uh, Miraluk, do you want to inspect Spiderbow? I'll inspect Karikianj. Sure. And he <clears throat> does the same kind of thing, looks it over. Um, I don't sense a deity on this. However, and he looks up at the... Uh, Shade Gazer Manor and then looks down at the bow again. There's something to this. I suspect... Hmm. Oh, I'll return in a moment. And he hands you back your bow, and he just walks off. The hell? Alright then. I mean, uh, I can just I can just identify it if you want. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm doing with Hariki Ange, but we're all 
handing stuff to Miraluk. I, I mean, they wanted to hand stuff to Miraluk just to be He's a sword. I mean, I can at least tell you what you can unlock if that if that suits you. Sure. You do the bow, I'll do Kariki Ange. I will see if there's any resistance to identifying the bow. There is very slight, even less than there was with Pinwins. I you think level two. All right. <laughs> level two resistance. Cast it at second level. It's probably good we're getting our weapons tip-top shape, because we're going to end game fights, I think. Unless we're not. As you identify it, um, you... Notice the typical stuff. It is a longbow, legendary, and it allows one to do spider climb and web at will. Uh, it's a legendary <laughs> bow wielded by a member of a famed band of adventurers. The sinister-looking black bow is adorned with web-like patterns carved into the wood. The thin yet strong bowstring is almost invisible to anyone but the wielder. You have a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls when you wield this magic weapon. This bow carries additional bonus features when attuned to it. You have a total of five charges per day, allowing you to perform the following abilities. As an action, you can pull the bowstring back empty in a white arrow or form out of hardened web. You can make a ranged attack toward a target. On a hit, the target becomes restrained for one minute. If the attack misses, a ten-foot area is affected by this web spell. As an action, you can cast spider, the spell Spider Climb on the target of your choice. If this bow is bonded, <laughs> you find that if this bow is bonded... Why are we all dancing? We were doing that the whole time you were just <laughs> reading that. Getting more and more, like, (laughs) aggressive. Me, anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm dizzy. If this bow is bonded to an individual, it can only be bonded to someone of the Shade Gazer lineage. And when that happens, the true secrets of the Shade Gazer manor (gasps) will unlock. Also, if there is any sort of combat inside the city, once this bow is bonded... The presence of the bearer of the bow will give everyone advantage during combat. Jesus. Everyone. Oh, we're about to fucking kill the Queen of Rodia. <laughs> oh, very specific dude. contingencies. Yeah. Oh, Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Then I hand it back to him. If you've been ever curious about this manner and stuff, you're going to want to bond to this thing. Did it say how to bond to it? It did not. I think you need to shoot yourself in the face with the web <laughs> of the bow. Don't, don't, no. I, I, I step. I step on Try the, the kiss. The bowstring and yeah, pull kiss it. Kiss it. <laughs> shoot yourself in the balls. <laughs> um. Hug it. <laughs> pull Push it. it. Pop it. Flick it. Web it. Pull it. I. Uh, I do the only thing that I've done to bond to anything at this point, as far as inanimate objects go, and I put it to my forehead. Oh. No fucking way. You guys watch as a a web of light starts, like it looks like spider webs kind of dancing around Willem, and start to like, almost like drop like snowflakes onto his hair, and you notice that there is a white strip of hair now that's hot willem that is so edgy on the on the bow itself is a thin white band right around where you knock the arrow you are bonded to the spider bow of the shade gazer lineage all right now let's do kariki ange (laughs) kariki ange identifies that you would not be able to bond with it. Hmm. 
Why? Because it was blue. Womp womp. It feels as though when you try to identify it, you feel as though you are kind of on the outside looking in. And while you may be its caretaker, you are not its keeper. Interesting. However, you do learn from identification that it says, though you are not its keeper, you can transfer Kariki Anj to someone else to take. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. He needs a weapon. Did he get the secrets about Shade Gazer when he bonded with the bear? You get the feeling that that would require you entering the Shade Gazer Manor. Let's go. Gerbil, are you going to bond with your thing? I don't know. I just don't know. Did I scare you? <laughs> with all my talk of no, evil and darkness? but you guys didn't have to say anything and nothing came out. Well, I guess you got grabbed by spider webs, but I don't know. A big hand grabbed me. <laughs> it might just what be else part is new? of it. I don't know. Should I do it? Do you think we'll need it to fight anything that comes out of the abyssal plane? I Maybe. Mean, it would certainly help. If Do you, you think did. it's going to make me look gross? No worse than normal, and I wouldn't get her. <laughs> Should I just do it? Gorbel, I don't care what you look like. I'll always braid your hair. <laughs> what if it takes her hair away? I'll make you a wig. <laughs> a, a hairless werewolf. <laughs> Penwin will paint you the prettiest wig. A hair wolf. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a little torn. I'm behind you either way, you know? Am I, I ready to be a queen? You've always been a queen, let's be real. Drama queen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, us. (laughs) I love Gorbel and Tomar's interactions because it always feels like genuine siblings. (laughs) (laughs) It just reminds me of me and my sister. Okay, are you guys going to be mad at me if I do it? I don't care. I'd be mad at you. (laughs) I'd only be mad if it like opened a portal and demons poured out and tried to kill us. Well, I would be a pretty upset too. It'd be it'd be a temporary anger if that happened, <laughs> but hopefully, one way or another. I'm gonna try it. Go for it. A portal opens and demons come. <laughs> oh <Just kidding>. shit! <laughs> and that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> I shoot myself in the face. <laughs> Wolf and thorn, bone and blade. Thus the dark brood now is made. You guys watch as Gorbel is completely engulfed by this shadowy sphere. <laughs> Is it bad? Does it look bad? You are surrounded by darkness. Does it look bad? (laughs) It's dark. It it looks like nothing. A hand reaches out again, this time not saying anything. And it's a big, hairy, like, gigantic clawed hand. And it reaches, and just as it's about to touch you, you hear a whisper in your ear that says, Forward or backward. (laughs) You can feel the pendant on your chest. Oh, 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 oh. oh, timey-wimey bullshit. Must choose forward or backward. Oh, oh what does that mean? Forward. What? Forward. 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 You watch, all of you, as Gorbel's orb of darkness disappears and she is gone. Gorbel, you find yourself in a familiar place. A field full of flowers. The sky looks as though it's set to sunset. And in front of you is an empty throne made of vines. In front of you, the flowers begin to turn into like a crystalline color, like almost clear and sparkly. And they form a pathway up to the throne. (laughs) Backward? (laughs) (laughs) 
What's behind her? <laughs> Lewin? You s- receive no response. I, I approach. I'm not going to sit on it. As you approach the throne, you watch as the vines start to slowly unravel. And they start to sink into the ground, revealing in the dirt a glittering golden sword. Yeah! And that's where we're going to end oh, for the okay. night. Yeah! All right. Oh, Holy my God. That, uh, oh, that had me worried. Holy cow. Scary. Yeah, it was. Where the where the hell's Lewin though? Yeah, yeah, I don't in like the same that. Place? Who knows? I don't Taking know. Taking a break. <laughs> She's <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> just like the moon gods. They, you guys just always catch him when they're peeing. Um, what does backward do? <laughs> That's what I want to know. That is a good question. <clears throat> Damn, dude. Undoes it? I don't... That's what uh, I thought. Undoes it? <laughs> yeah. All right, why do you guys deserve five points of boon? Because I made everyone upgrade their stuff. Yeah, because that was All good. Things, things are crazy. Good. I use the Soul Forge to make new stuff. Except Shadow. <laughs> we all did bonding stuff. We did. I furthered my West Wingage <laughs> channeling. Uh, yes, and from now on, when interacting with nobility, Willem, you will get a plus two to your persuasion nice. and your deception. So Sick, keep that in nasty. mind. That'll be a, it's a very situational, obviously, so keep a note sure. for it. You can add it to your um, sheet, too. Okay, cool. Also, Tomar, uh, when uh, you can add an additional plus three to any of your blacksmithing in the future. Sick. Mm. All right, everybody take five points of boom! Yay! Yay! All right, now it's time for tonight's MVPC. Beep, boop, boop. Beep, boop, boop. The most valuable player character. I want you guys to vote for who deserves an additional five points of boon for the audience's benefit and yours as well. Willem is one, Tomar is two, Pinwin is three, and Gorbel is four. When I count to three... I will have you raise the number of fingers indicating the person that you would like to vote for. The corresponding number, of course. And uh, I'll give you a few minutes to, or a few moments to decide, and then we will deliberate. All right, take a minute, think about who you're going to vote for, and then we'll vote. Can we vote DM for those sick weapon experiences? You may if you (laughs) want to ruin your life. (laughs) Those are fun. Does everybody know who they want? Yes. All right. On the count of three. One, two, three, vote. All right. We've got a oh a tie. Hey. Two votes for Tomar, two votes for Gorbel. Tomar, why'd you vote for Gorbel? Um, I liked her interactions with me about her sword. Mm-hmm. Um and that I she thought was we, really way. I thought we turn. both uh made interesting points that we would have made in that scenario. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was very character driven. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Willem, why'd you vote for Gorbel? Uh, I like the sibling rivalry, rivalry interactions back and forth, but I also liked her being very, uh, like standing her ground about like, no, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even though everybody was like, ah, I don't know, this is kind of <laughs> some, some black magic kind of bad juju kind of stuff. And she's like, yeah, but I want it. <laughs> and just sticking with that was really fun. Nice. Uh, uh, Penwin, why did you vote for Tomar? Because now, because of his help, I have 150 HP additional, which will be huge for me. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. That was really cool. Him making all the different stuff. 
It was fun. Gorbel, why did you vote for Tomar? <clears throat> he made very cool stuff, and he made something for Ura. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which I think was the most appropriate gift for them. Mm. And I also mm-hmm. enjoyed our... I enjoyed bickering with him. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good... I love a good bicker sesh. All right. So, with... Two and two, that means tonight's MVPCs are the Bicker Twins, <laughs> Tomar Iron Fist and Gorbel Ice Tower. Mm-hmm. Take whoop, whoop. your three points of boon apiece and uh, maybe try to work on your interpersonal skills with one another. And guess it who serves us well. Guess who just got 105 Whoa. points of boon. 105 points of boon. Love All right. Well. In that case, something very special is going to happen in the next session. Ooh. Oh shit, baby! <laughs> what if it's like does the number start over no. Here's what's going to happen. Now that one person has reached 100 points of boon, everyone will receive the benefit of it. Yay! However, you're all going back to zero boon. Okay. Wow. I like it. Teamwork. You okay. will all receive something in the next session. Tomar, you will receive something slightly more. Aw. Fuck yeah. Early for, Christmas. For reaching it first. Yeah. However. <laughs> fuck <season>? you. <laughs> However, there are going to, as always, be at least one caveat. So. What? Be ready for that in the next session. Well, I love caviar, so. <laughs> you already said the one caveat. We all have to go back to zero. That's already a caveat. <laughs> Take your caveat and stick it up your Shove butt. it up your caveat. <laughs> your cavity. Your oh, cavernous cavity. So, I guess we'll see what uh, what that brings, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, in it hugs? Uh, it could be. That'd be great. Rice Drugs. Krispie Treats? It oh, could be Rice Krispie Treat Hugs. Oh. Gross. Sticky. <laughs> <laughs> sticky, but still somehow pleasant. <laughs> Are they uh, life-size? All right, so uh, thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Thanks to all of you listeners once again. If you like what you're hearing, uh, please consider rating us five stars on iTunes or wherever else has a rating system for the i. Uh, for not the iPad um, for your podcasting experience. If you don't have a rating system there, consider hopping on to our, uh, our, you know, our iTunes platform and, and rating us anyway. We'd really appreciate that. And You're it really get helps on. drive up. Yeah. It really helps drive up our, uh, our score and our visibility when, uh, when we have a higher score. So please consider doing that. If you would like to leave a review, we will read it on the podcast, which is always a just a really fun experience, and I think it adds a little bit of personal touch to it if you're a listener. Also, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate, and check out the tiers that we have available. We've got some pretty sweet offerings, and uh, including a uh, swag bag at one of the tiers. So you'll have to check it out, see which tier that is, see if you qualify, aka have that amount of money willing to donate anyway that's it for tonight's episode folks see you next week i am your host and dm seth and this is the d20 syndicate podcast where we go on adventures so you don't have to bye bye see you on a very special episode of blossom (laughs) or whatever
Whoa. That looks good. Who's that? Who is that? <laughs> That's, That's Mr. Gerald. Burger. What her name be? <laughs> She's thick. Thick. I realize I do that with clothing a lot. I like I act like it's a person. Like whenever I see I someone in like a new shirt, I'm always like, ooh, do I know her? <laughs> That's adorable. It's dumb. People seem to like it though. Yes, I yeah. love it. No, I get I understand why. That's that's adorable. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, it's a post on our food, homemade pretzel bun, bacon Dijonese, pickles. Mm-hmm. That's a homemade patty. burger. Yeah, damn. And you know what I would like immental? suck a tit for? <laughs> tit juice. <laughs> a, a really good Reuben. Dude, Reuben's Reuben's are, so are good. really so good. You talking about so sandwiches like that just made me Stop talking about sandwiches. I can't Sorry. eat sandwiches. I had anymore. a sandwich for lunch. <laughs> so did we. We had tuna sandwiches. Fuck you. I had turkey. Have you tried any Have you tried any bread alternatives? What's the point? There are a bunch of nasty gluten. It's just a vessel shit. to hold your your meats. Not exactly. That's sometimes. cutting it short. <laughs> I don't know. Um I made zucchini helps. bread one day and it was not worth the like 2 hours total I spent. Like making it and cooking it. There, what is that shit called? Cloud bread. Yeah. yeah, cloud bread. I've never tried it. Don't know what that is. We tried to make it once, but we didn't have a a beater, yeah. so egg, it was just egg like whites, right? And it didn't work. <laughs> I didn't have the yeah. There was I didn't have it in me. There was a lot of stirring, and I was like, I should get a KitchenAid or something. But then I'm like, those are way expensive just for this dumb shit I'm making. I had one, and then it got stolen. That's fucked. By That's someone so on meth. Mm-hmm. Macomb, Illinois, everyone. Well, just wow. imagine, on imagine you guys. how much meth they can make now with that KitchenAid. <laughs> <laughs> Stirring up my meth. <laughs> just dumping <laughs> crunch berries, Lysol, <laughs> dishwater fluid. Yeah. They stole my creepy crawler oven. <laughs> what was a metal molders? <laughs> you ever have a metal molder? What is that? Oh, gosh, it was like, it was the boy, well, one of the boy Easy Bake Ovens, um, but you what? you were basically Ugh. like, you melted down some kind of metal mixture and were able to pour it into molds. So it was and a mini like, forge? Yeah, and I have a little wizard man who lives in one of my backpacks still. Unrelated to the metal molder. <laughs> no, he's from the metal man. molder. <laughs> anyway, he's the one who told me about metal molders. <laughs> he also threw this dust in my face and time changed. <laughs> he told me to burn things. <laughs> Do you remember Sweet Treat Barbie? She had her own oven. I didn't know her by name. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because it was the, they had the a song on the commercial and it made it seem like real fucking exciting. Do you remember the song? It it was to the tune of that one song. Do 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 do. And I was like, "Sweet treat, Barbie, take the cake. Show us how to decorate." Whoa! Yakety yak. Don't hold the book. I remember Skipper. Skipper. Yeah. The flat-chested Barbie. Is it a Barbie? Oh. Yeah, it's Barbie's kid sis. Yeah, everyone knows that. I thought she was just saying <laughs> skip it wrong because I definitely and remember I, skip it. 
That's mm-hmm. what I, was I always thought the name Barbie and Skipper were so fucking stupid. So I was always like, no, you're getting a really cool name like Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> it's the 90s. On the way home from church, we would eat. We would generally stop and get cookies for the 15 minute drive home. And then, <laughs> then, then we would talk about watching Walker. <laughs> Can't wait to see what he gets up to. All right. Uh, we'll try uh, something different for this around the campfire. Oh God. So, <clears throat> I hate change. I know. Walker. But I love I have it. have AIDS. Um, what's everybody's favorite Walker, Walker episode? episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But now. Finally. Uh, of the room <laughs> is a <clears throat> shut the fuck up guys what are you laughing about she swallows so loudly I told him to mute it I'm just <laughs> drinking water but I swallowed it and it was like I unmuted it because you <laughs> kept making quips about what they were saying and I'm like are you can, do you want to be muted or not I motion you with my eyes that I'm not adding anything of value then don't say anything <laughs> all I was doing was laughing at the hood 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 and then going hood 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 because it was I don't know it's anyway, yes, I'm sorry. Continue. Mute me, please, so, for the love of I'm God. I'm just going to mute you for the whole episode. <laughs> she drew a heart on my hand and she asked if I washed it off, but I said, nope, that's just sweat because I'm very sweaty right now. Do you want some chapstick for it? For your sweat? No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Does chapstick work like deodorant? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find out, though. It tastes like deodorant. (laughs) Someone trying to chapstick their whole armpit. (laughs) Using several chapsticks. I like the strawberry kind. (laughs) They rubber band a bunch of chapsticks together. (laughs) I feel like twisting them all up at the same time would be really difficult. And then recapping them. Okay. They're they're all it's single use every time. You just bundle like 50 of them together and just Burn right through it. Well, done. That's it for you guys. <laughs> Throw it out of your car. <laughs> it hits a nearby like elderly person. <laughs> I always hope so. 